Welcome back, guys. Praise God. Um, it's back again, Victor and Victor, 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 Victor. City Lights Podcast. Um, we're not. We're not. I, I know we're not posting on a regular Monday morning basis. It's we're probably. It's going to be up on Tuesday, because um, of our busy, busy weekend that we had in uh, Colum Cleveland, Columbus, Hartville, all of Ohio, basically. Um, we combined with their youths to make a big choir. It was a kind of like a Christmas choir tour. Went to the three different churches, um, sang Christmas songs, preached, and it was a blessing. It was awesome serving with other people, other churches that we don't usually serve. Like we, you know, don't get the opportunity much to serve with them. Just seeing them, connecting with them, and and you know, God is working everywhere. And it's praise God for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love like meeting new people too. You know, because these like like you mentioned before, this is not our usual you know combined choir stuff that we normally do so it's just like everyone is totally new like we didn't know anybody or i guess we knew a couple people but nowhere near like you know syracuse or buffalo or whatever that we know most of mostly everybody yeah yeah it was awesome um yeah like you said like meeting new people is it's, it's something i love doing um just hearing people different people's stories where they come from um you know testimony whatever it is like just like asking question like and what's your testimony where you know where is God leading you or what has God been showing you um or just even small like simple talk like you know what are you doing with your life you know college work whatever it is um just meeting new people and having that that one common thing that just binds all of us is that we're all part of the body of Christ and it's so amazing like I can go to anywhere in the world and if there's believers there I can instant friends you know and just just talk about God, you know, and it, it, it's awesome. Um, I think most of our, our churches, like, we grew up in Christian families. Um, and, like, we can kind of connect with that as well. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think just, like, it's that unifying um, quality that Christians ought to have is we have this uh, thing that unites us all and that's just that's our salvation in Christ that no matter what background we're from you know what the, whatever whoever you are what's the color of your skin like none of these things matter because we know that first and foremost or really the only thing in our lives that matters is Christ mm -hmm. so when we meet other people who are or who are the same way it's it's not you know you're meeting a new person but you're meeting someone else who is part of the same family you know like we are all in, all in the same families yeah no that's a that's a blessing um yeah, I think it's it's also comforting to know like that we all go through the same things, you know. You know, you talk with someone who's going through this, and you can be like, "Oh my goodness, like I went through that, whatever." And I and it's so awesome like to be able to be open because a lot of times we, as Christians, we kind of put on this facade, this self image, like, "Oh, everything's fine," you know, "I'm doing great," you know, "God is so good," I'm I'm living such a good Christian life, and God is working in my life, and and behind the scenes, everything is crumbling, everything's falling apart, and we have no idea what we're doing, you know. And I, and I'll, so often we miss the opportunity to receive like advice and and help and encouragement from other Christians because we put that curtain over our lives that everything's going good. And whenever someone asks like, "How are you doing?" You know, um, we we just say like, "Oh, we're so we're good. Everything's good." But behind the curtains, everything is not good. You know, we have this, everything's crumbling, or we don't know where we're going, or we're, we're falling into sin. And um, and it's hard because, you know, a lot of times 
we feel like some sort of judgment from other people when we, when we, if we um, say what's truly going on, we always think, oh, they're going to judge me. They're going to think bad of me or they're, they're not going to look at me the same. But um, I think one thing to realize is that we all go through things like that. Yeah, and so many times people like put more effort into hiding how they truly are mm-hmm. than they would take, you know, just to be open. And maybe it's not before people, but even before God. Before people, it's one thing, you know, like, okay, this person's going to judge me right there in the moment. But before God, it's like we do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think I don't think it's any better, probably even worse, because one, God already knows what you're going through. Yeah. He already can see past that curtain. He can see how your life is in like ruins, but you're still over here pretending like everything's fine. Yeah. And I think like I mentioned before, like the problem like happens a lot with people who grew up in Christian homes and been, they, their family's been going to that church for so many years and their kids, they're having kids and their kids grow up in that church and all they know is Christianity and perfectness and, you know, everything's going good. And, you know, our growing up our mom buttons us up in these polos and whatever dress shirts and pants and make sure we got the tie on tight and the shoes clean and walk into church and have this image like you know our family's doing great you know and and we missed like i said we missed the opportunity maybe not i don't know if i would call it opportunity but we missed the chance to have um that that encouragement from other Christians, like realizing, like I, I just wish that the Christian community would would sometimes be more open with that type of stuff, um, you know, relying and, and helping each other, you know, not just like closing up on our with our own issues, our own thoughts, our own um, struggles. We just close up with them and think that we can deal with that on our own, and, and I, I don't think that's the reason that Jesus called us a body for Christ, you know. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And I think that's why Paul, you know, puts so much emphasis on that, like how we're, we as Christians are called to be one body. We're supposed to be so unified. And when we try to, you know, fake our way through the, through uh, those relationships, it hurts the body. Mm-hmm. Right. And because when one part of the body suffers, we all do. And yeah. when we're trying to cover yeah. that up, when we're trying to cover, you know, our pain up or, or who our struggles up, that the body is going to be hurting as a whole regardless, but the body's not going to know. You know, we're not going to know. We're, we're trying to see, like, well, where is this issue coming from? And we're going to be running into so many problems, so many issues, like in the church or, or wherever it may be. And that all stems because a part of the body is not doing its job or it's, it's hurting, it's, you know, it's sick, and they're trying to cover it up. They're pretending like everything's fine. And I don't know if you want to add anything onto that, but... I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's like, I don't know, understand why we have that. And it's and it just that, that self-pride that, you know, we're, we're okay, you know, and then this person's struggling and we, or we're struggling and we think that everyone else is okay around us. Um, just because, like, my favorite, like, just my favorite preachers, the people who talk, are the ones who are open. Like when I was growing up, going through these different, especially like this, this I think connects to like young teenagers a lot or people who are going through things. Um, and just growing up, he, people who came and, and talked with me or they, they were being open about what they struggled with before or whatever it is. And and um, they were not afraid to say those things because they know that everyone goes through this, 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 this um, sin, this guilt and whatever it is. 
Everybody has that. Everybody has a testimony. Everybody has something that they struggle with. Nobody's perfect. Nobody came from out of the womb perfect. You know, only Jesus was able to walk perfectly. And um, and it's like when we are open with other Christians about it, and like obviously you talk to people you trust and talk to those who, um, that, you know, not just random people, you know, it's, you know, you have to be careful with that stuff. But um, it's important to find those people that you can trust and give, share your burdens with those people. I think there's a, a, uh, a verse. Yeah, and like we've mentioned it before on the podcast too, you know, the, the importance and how, you know, sharing with somebody, sharing what's really on your heart with somebody really before God because that's what we're doing. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like we're telling this person and they're going to solve all of our problems. But sometimes it's just easier to talk to a person face-to-face and know that God is also there with you, you know, yeah. how that person is just going to help you bring that need up to God. It's going to go in one ear and out the other. Not even going to remember, like, you know, what you're telling them. But as people, it's just sometimes easier to visualize that. And, yeah, you, you were talking about the verse um, in Galatians 6. I'm just going to read from the start of the chapter. Brothers and sisters, if someone is overtaking in any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual, restore such a person with a gentle spirit, watching out yourselves so that you also won't be tempted. Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like it's such a... Uh, before we kind of get into that, I think it's such a lie from the devil when we get that, like, oh, I'm I'm so embarrassed of this, that I, that this happened. I'm so embarrassed that I'm going through this. I'm so embarrassed that I fell. That is such a lie that we have this shame. And, and I think at a Bible study, someone once said, like, when we're afraid to run to God after we've fallen or we, we think we should hide, you know, that kind of pl- places our faith on based on works because we think that we can do something that can change God, you know, change God's um, love for us, you know, oh, that we can make God's love stronger by doing something better, or we can make God's st- love weaker by doing something worse, you know what I mean? And and it's that's not how it is. It's not that, oh, all our actions amount to how much God loves us or how much God wants wants to be with us, but it's just that he loves us unconditionally no matter what, you know, and we always forget that, that like, Oh, if I do this bad thing, God's not going to love me anymore. And we think I got to hide. I got to, I got to stay away from God for a little bit until he's over it. You know, like he's like a way we think like, oh, he's, he's going to be mad at us for a while. I should stay away from him. But it's the opposite is that we should run to God. We should run for help, you know, not try to struggle and fight this thing on our own. And, um, one way to do that is with, you know, brothers of Christ, people that we trust, people that are, are stronger in their faith that can help us. And, and we just read that, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And I, I, I like that, the, the next verse 3, it says, For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Mm. You know, we're, we're all like nothing without God. Yeah, I think like these three verses, they instruct those you know this is those who are spiritual like those who are well versed in the bible and those who you know i guess you can say are more mature christians like to go and find those people who are uh hurting who are like Mm -hmm. you know uh going through something and so many times it's it's like so true that it says that it's because we like we talked before we try to hide you know what we're going through but still things slip through the cracks you know yeah still like people will mess up here people will like you know let a little bit come through and those who are like tuned to look for that can see that and be like okay something's not right 
I'm gonna go up to them. You know, I'm gonna go and, and like, you know see what's see what's going on. Care for uh, care about them. You know, bring them back to the path because when we try to hide or hide our sin, you know, when we try to like fix ourselves before going back to God, we're only gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. You know, we're only gonna get deeper and deeper into the exact thing that we're struggling with. You know, even if we fall like a little bit, you know, even if we whatever, I'm, we don't need to even go into details. I think this this problem is so prevalent in our mm-hmm. daily lives that each and every single one of us are probably thinking of you know one or however many and like that we just did today mm-hmm. right yeah um i mean like verse looking at verse two like what is what does that mean bear one another's burden i don't know if you have an example or um something in your life that you can kind of connect to that um carrying an, like another one another's burdens i mean we all have these burdens that we go through yeah right i mean a mind that actually just a picture that just picked, popped up into my mind was like uh, Christian, right? In the book Pilgrim's Progress, mm-hmm. he has this burden on his back that, you know, is so hard for him to carry. Like he he, he struggles with it and no one seemed to care. Mm-hmm. But like when, when he first, when this burden was first revealed to him, like no one, I think no one could even see it, mm-hmm. yet alone, you know, care about him or, you know, believe him that he's like going through this. And like a way to like, reach out to those people who are seeking, you know, for that way out or for seeking for just someone to hear them out or to, mm-hmm. like, see this burden that's on that back is just to kind of share your own experience with them, you know? Yeah. Or, like, to go to be like, hey, you're not alone in going through this because that's that's the biggest thing that can get us. That, yeah. That's the lie of the enemy, right, is that we're alone. We're the only one going through mm-hmm. this sin. We're, you know, how could you possibly have done that? You're the only one. Everyone else looks so perfect on the outside. But in reality, you know, there's so many people on this world there's probably hundreds, if not mm-hmm. thousands, of people who are going through the exact same thing that you are. Yeah, and I, and I think, um, like, the reason, like, why it's so dangerous to to feel alone or to be alone, to separate yourselves when you're going through something. Um, we can look at the example in nature. I, I've heard this probably a couple of times before. I don't know where it's from or whatever, but um, it's like you look at lions, and who who do they target in the pack of zebras or whatever they're hunting? It's the weak ones, the ones that are injured, the ones that are alone, because they know their strength in numbers. So they will find the person, the one that's limping, the one that's sick, the one that is not running right, the one that is not paying attention, and they will target that one and get it because it's such an easy kill. And then when the, when the enemy, when the devil sees someone struggling, that's when he attacks hardest. And, and he sees like he's alone, he's not, there's no one around, he's just, he's struggling, he's sick, the animal's sick, whatever it is. That's when the devil attacks, and and um, and it's the same way, like with with us, you know. If we separate ourselves, if we hide ourselves, we don't go and and, and try to, you know, uh, share this or not, um, or we like share this thing that's going on in our life with other Christians, or we we try to um, just fix it on our own, whatever it is. Like in in that book, Pilgrim Progress, it was. Or I guess in the play, it was like the evangelist who came up and said, like, I can't take care of this burden, but I'll lead you to Christ. You know, we it's so important to have those people in our lives that lead us to that, that say, God, it can take care of this burden. Or just whatever, give advice, encouragement, um, instead of hiding where the enemy can find us vulnerable, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, like, that was the exact point that I wanted to make. Like, it's important for us uh, when we're wanting to, like, help someone out with their burden mm-hmm. is... Not to think that we can fix their problems. Yeah. It's not to think like, hey, 
I went through this and here are like these 12 steps that will, will help you out. And like, this is, this is how you, uh, fix it. Or this is how, you know, get rid of, get rid of yeah, yourself, yep. you know, but in reality, what we, what we need to do. And I think that's what it's instructing us to do here is to lead this person to Christ. That's, that's yeah. the only person who can take care of their burdens. Mm-hmm. That's the only person who can take care of, you know, anything that they're going through their struggles, their pains, everything that, that could go wrong. Christ can make right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, kind of lost my train of thought but um yeah like just get giving not just taking this on our own and but sharing it with others like we we don't sometimes we forget like what does that mean to to share each other's burdens or carry each other's burdens it's not that like you said it's not that we give it to someone to fix it for us like oh this person can take care of it and this is the steps that i took but one thing my brother always mentions is um, the way I, I know that it was God working in my life is that I can't explain it to you. And so many times we can't explain how, the, how like our, in our life a burden was taken off because we know it was the work of God. But that's not what necessarily sharing your burdens are. It's not for that person to fix it. It's for them maybe for encouragement, for, for just to be around them. And um, uh, it's, it's not a fix, but you know, we know that person can help us, you know, lead us to Christ or whatever it is. And um, it's just so much easier to go through something when someone is there encouraging you than by yourself. You know, it's like, why would you want to, you know, be alone in the wilderness when you can have someone there carrying you, helping you, you know? Not necessarily, that, like you said, it's not necessarily that they're going to give you a 10-step program to fix your issues, you know, because we know the only answer is Jesus. Mm-hmm. But it almost puts like a, you know, almost like puts like training wheels on your face. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this example just popped into my head. Like so many times, like especially when we're, you know, in the middle of like this big problem in our life, and you know, this, this sin that we just can't get rid of and our faith is like an all-time low. Like what a person can come in and do is not like, you know, give us faith or he, he can like, you know, like I said before, solve our problems, but in a way, can you just like you know, go back to the basics, you know, to to mm-hmm. put back our minds back to back to Christ, back onto the path, and and to try to guide them on there. And that's like those training. That's what those training wheels do. And you're just learning to ride a bike. You know, if you forget how to ride a bike, you're not just going to pick up a bike again and and go back into it. But you're going to put those training wheels back on and start and kind of start over. Not really, but I don't. Know, it's just like so many times, like we just like lose sight. We we um, get so far into a hole that we forget where we where we are. Like, I guess we'll relate back right back to the Pilgrims play. Um, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there was a, a group of people came and they did a play about the Pilgrims' progress, the book, based on the book. And it was just an amazing thing to see. And it just goes through all the situations in a Christian's life. And one thing that really stood out to me was um, they were in some sort of cave or in like a, in like a cage that a giant had put them in and they begin just digging, 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 digging on their own strength and trying to get, get, get out of this hole. But they're just digging themselves deeper into this hole and they just lose sight. Like the answer is right there. It was right there in their hands all along. It was that key that Jesus gave them, you know, um, or that God gave them that key, but they were just trying to dig it. They were using the key to dig, you know, it was, it was just a funny thing to see, but the answer was the key to open that door. And um, so many times we, we're in this situation where we're just digging so deep and we're, we're just trying to gnaw our ways or claw our ways out of something. And we just end up digging ourselves in a deeper hole. Um, 
and I and it's just it's uh, it, it's just silly to think about, you know, that we try things on our own when we have the answer is Jesus right there, you know. Yeah, and this dungeon it was called despair, you know, and that's like so. That's like that's just like so. Um, that was the, that was the dungeon that they were stuck in, right? Yeah, it was yeah. called. It's so like re- oh, man, I, I'm losing. I don't have the words to speak today, but like. That is that despair that so many of us feel. Like mm-hmm. that's that's we're we're trapped, we're locked in that, we're in bondage by that. Yeah. And that key was called promise. And that's exactly what people do yeah. when we carry yeah. each other's burdens. Is it's it's they remind us of the promises of God. You know, they turn us back to God's track record. When we're blinded by our own sin, when we're you know blinded by that despair, how we think there's no hope left, where all we want to do is just like give it all up and die. We, we can turn back to this key of promise, and that is how, you know, Christian hopefully escaped this dungeon. Mm-hmm. They escaped it by um, turning back to the promises of God. And, you know, in this book, or in the play too, there's so much symbolism like that, where John Bunyan, I think the author was, he, he everything that happened had a name like associated with it. Like Even the main character, Christian, portraying the life of this pilgrim or a Christian, and like all these things, it was just such a beautifully written book, definitely inspired yeah. by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, if you guys haven't read it, or um, I encourage it. But yeah, just going back to that. So they were stuck in this pit of despair, the two uh, people in the play. And like you said, the key was called the key of promise. And that's how they eventually found out that's how to to um, to get out of that. And, and, and I think that that's a bigger meaning of that if we're stuck in a, a pit of despair thinking like, you know, God doesn't care about me. God doesn't, you know, God kind of forgot or like my, my issue is too small for God to care about. He's got bigger things to go on or to, um, to do. One thing that encourages me, I, I, I always have this list and it's 10 promises of God. Um, and one is God promises to strengthen you. And it's Ephesians 3 verse, verses 14 to 16, if you guys want to read it. And then two, God promises to give you rest. Matthew 11 28 through 30. And then three, God promises to take care of all of your needs. Philippians 4, 19. God promises to answer your prayers. That's Matthew 7, 7. God promises to work everything out for your good. Romans 8, 28. God, and then this is six. God promises to be with you. Joshua 1, 5. God promises to protect you. That's Psalm 91, 2. God promises freedom from sin. That's 1 John 1, 9. God promises that nothing can separate separate you from him. Romans 8, 38 through 39. And the last one is God promises everlasting life. That's John 3, 16. And when we have these, these, these different scriptures, these different promises, we understand that um, those, that's what, you know, we fight our temptations, we fight trials with the, the word of God, the promises of God. And we have these things that we have the understanding when you spend time with God. And, and I, we, we went, mentioned this in another podcast, like um, God's track record in our life. We, we look back and like, God got me through this, then he's going to get me through this moment. And um, it's amazing that we can have other Christians with us that may have gone through that and that can encourage us and help us through those times, you know, and, and remind us of those promises and remind us that, you know, God is, is, is not is never going to leave us nor forsake us, you know? Yeah, that was out of the Little Faith but Eyes on Jesus podcast. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, something interesting about that story that I think Dennis might have mentioned before about Peter and, you know, taking that step of faith out of the boat is 
none of the disciples were there to help him or like, you know, they were, they weren't like, you know, caring or like, you know, encouraging him along and be like, yeah, you go, Peter, you know, like you're doing great, but what were they saying? Or I guess we can only imagine what they were saying because it wasn't written, but most, more likely than than not, they were like doing Peter, like, what are you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, are you crazy? Like, we don't even know who this is. Like, it it could be a ghost or they were still so focused on the things around them. And these are even apostles, but that just that just goes to to show that you know this could happen to anyone, and a a group of people who can get you back on track, who you know come from the outside, who might not be seeing the same storm that you are, can just remind you of the God's promises, and it just it can lift you right up out of that you know like we said pit before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I think like in my life we like we, like just going back to what we were talking about before. Um, we have this facade, we have this image that we so often want to portray, that everything is going good, that I'm perfect, my life is perfect. And um, and it's so dangerous and it's so sad, and I think that's that's what the devil wants, is that we want to put this self-image, and then everyone's, he wants people to secretly be struggling with these things. And um, I think a lot of people are. There's, you know, there's, there's many people in our, in our lives where we don't see what they're struggling with because they hide it. And they don't seek that that help that they they, they might need, you know. Um, and I think I just want to encourage you guys, like if, if you're in a place right now where you have this issue, you have something that's just gnawing at you, you can't get it off your mind. And no matter how much you try, or no matter how, how much you, you, you're just trying to dig yourself out, um, God, you know, God doesn't want us to be alone. We're never alone, whether it's it's, it's Jesus being with us always or other believers. If we, ha- you know, if you don't have a community of, of believers around you, you know, go find a church that that loves you and and, and that um, that preaches the truth, the gospel, most importantly. But find a group of believers that are following after Christ and that can help you also follow through Christ or follow Christ as well. You know. Yeah, we're never meant to do this alone, guys. Yeah. So. I think that's like Victor used the words encourage, but I would say I challenge you guys mm-hmm. for those of you who, you know, who are doubting the process or, or whatever it may be, you know, who who think it's I've, you know, I've been this way for too long. I can't I can never change. Find that person or or whatever, that community that can just lift you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like we mentioned before, you know, no one no one is going to be able to um, cleanse you of your sins or whatever. We know that it, that is only through Jesus Christ. But um the, the the Bible says to share each other's burdens, you know. It's so important to have those people in our lives that we're able to have, you know, a, a friend that we trust or a, a pastor or, you know, our parents, whoever it is that we can trust. Um, it is so important to have that. You know, I know there's so many people in my life where I know, like, I would not be able to, um, or, I, like, I, I can't say that I'd be here without those people as well, you know. Because um, whether they help me through struggles or help me, um, you know, led me to Christ or led me through problems in my life, I, you know, I have so much to be thankful for all the friends that I have, my parents, um, that I'm able to have a body of Christ that that's, supports everything, you know. Yeah, and just kind of one more thing is we all go through things and, you know, we all have these burdens of our own that we carry. But I would also challenge all of you guys, all of our listeners, to find someone else, you know, who might be marginalized or who might not have, like, that person Mm -hmm. in their life 
and and be a friend to them. You know, you don't yeah. have to go in there like, with you know the expectation of they're going to share their whole life to me or they're going to mm-hmm. you know uh, open up, but just be friendly to them. You know, yes. be that person who's going to be like, hey, I'm here for you. You know, yeah, you don't have yeah. to force them to tell you anything but you're just going to be there you're going to be their friend yeah and don't don't allow like the lies of the devil like the shame and and thinking that this is going to be embarrassing you know god god rejoices when when you you admit that you need help that you go to him and run to him and and say god i need you i messed up and he rejoices when like the prodigal son you know the father was so happy he ran out and hugged him and i and i always imagined that you know for people when I've, you know, fallen before, I just, I, I was so ashamed to come back to God. But when I did, finally, I felt the grace of God. And, and then it just felt like, you know, so silly of me to hide and, and be ashamed. Um, but, you know, God bless you guys. I hope you found encouragement in this podcast, this episode. Um, you know, until next time, you know, God bless you. Have a great week.